welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Monsters. I'm Mike. I'm Allison. Today we have another question in our latest theme, which is on slasher films. And today Allison's going to pose a question for me. Okay. There's this movie, an Italian horror movie from the 70s called Twitch of the Death Nerve. Actually, it goes by more than one name. You're telling me that the first time that you watched this movie, it made you realize that like at the time... Italian horror was like way ahead of American horror. So yeah, tell me what you mean by that and ahead of the Americans in what way. And this particular movie, do you think this movie still holds up today? Or do you think it's it was kind of just good back then? Uh, the movie you're talking about was directed by Mario Bava in 1971 or two. I think it came out in 72. So maybe it was made in 71. And I think it came to America with different names, but the name that's really stuck over the years the most is Bay of Blood. Uh, it also, when I saw it, it was actually called Last House on the Left Part 2, which was weird because it had nothing to do at all with the original Last House on the Left or with uh, the Virgin Spring or any of the other stuff. It was like completely different storyline. But I guess the marketers, the branding guys just said, oh, well, let's call it Last House on the Left 2 because people who saw Last House on the Left will think that it's related somehow to get people in the theaters. But yeah, to answer your question, uh, when I first saw it, it was in 1979, I want to say. So it had already been out for a few years. I would say it was ahead of American horror, primarily in the area of special effects. I said in a previous episode that I saw an interview with George Romero and where he was talking about wanting to show graphic violence and why there was this unsaid rule that you're, as a director, you're supposed to be polite to the audience and not show the knife go in the chest or whatever. And he said, well, what he wanted as a kid was he wanted to see the violence. So he's, you know, so of course he wound up making all of his zombie films. Well, the Italian directors like Argento and Bava, they were just sort of ahead of their time. And they also had the capability of creating these special effects on screen. I think in America, there was this unsaid rule that you don't go for the gore, but by the same token, I think a lot of energy was put into makeup and things like that, not so much into recreating scenes of gore and violence. But for some reason, the Italians, they were ahead of the curve. And so in this film, uh, there's two scenes in particular that were stolen or maybe, uh, maybe given with permission to the original Friday the 13th, but there's the famous scene where the two kids are having sex in bed and they get speared and the spear basically goes through both of them and then into the floor. So that scene is in this movie, Bay of Blood, but then it also, that same attack, way of killing, appears in Friday the 13th, the original Friday the 13th with Kevin Bacon, famously, being one of the victims. And then there's a scene where a, um, I don't know what it's called, it's like a fishing, it's like a machete, but it's curved. I think I read somewhere that it's called a bill hook or something like that. I, I, I've never seen that name used for anything, but uh, there's a really famous scene where the murderer uses it to kill a couple of the so-called teenagers who don't really look like teenagers in the film, but this was at a time when people in their 20s and you know pushing 30 more often than not played teenagers and were st- supposed to just believe because they're dressed a certain way that they're teenagers. But the murderer uses this weapon and the really famous scene is when he literally swings it into someone's face. 
and you see the the whole length of the blade go into someone's head, you know, and into their face. It's not a cutaway or anything like that or a shadow. You like they literally, you know, they built like a, a fake head and they had someone whack the thing into it. And you see this in Friday the 13th. I can't remember. Maybe it's just a machete in Friday the 13th that, where they do it. Also, there's a machete, very similar scene in Dawn of the Dead, the George Romero zombie film where someone gets a machete right to the face. And then there's another scene in this movie where a woman's head gets completely severed by an axe. And once again, there's no cutaway when the head gets cut and then you literally have a shot straight into her neck, like where all of the, the spine would be and all the connecting tubes and all the blood and everything. So this is what I'm saying. The Italians were really ahead of their time that they they spent the time and they put the money into trying to create these scenes so that they'd look realistic. So when someone's head got cut off, you'd be able to see inside of someone's neck with the blood still squirting out and everything. Anyway, these effects now have been done over and over and it's really nothing new. But at the time, you know, the Italians were already doing this stuff in the early 70s. So that's the way in which I think the Italian horror was ahead of American horror. As far as whether this film holds up by today's standards, I mean, I think it's still a good watch. It's it's kind of predictable. You know, it's a foreign film and, you know, the dubbing is goofy and, you know, some of the acting is not so good. I think some of the actors in this film were more or less unknown actors and didn't really go on to do much anything else. A couple of the actors are pretty good. Um, you know, one of the actors was in Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and another actor was in The Godfather Part Two. so there's that as well. But for the most part, you know, it's it's okay. that The plot has a lot of twists to it, and you know, the ending is, it's not like a twist ending, but it's kind of a surprise ending. You know, it's one of those movies where there's a lot of irony to it, and nobody really gets away with anything. Anyway, that's my answer to Allison's question. And we'll be back again tomorrow with a third and final question about early slasher films. Bye. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Leave us five stars and a review. Thanks.